0: You know the three
1: irrefutable laws of recognition. Uh, help me, John. Well, the three irrefutable laws of recognition <laughs> are that the Jews don't recognize Jesus. Oh, yeah. Protestants don't recognize the Pope. And two Baptists oh. don't recognize each other in the liquor store.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm John Stevens. This is Matt Russell. <laughs> this is, <Matt laughs> <and> this <laughs> is Todd Have Mercy. It's beginning to look alive
1: like Christmas yeah. everywhere you go mm. can you do Johnny Mathis mm. i mm. mm. once again.
0: do Dr. Dre, so uh. Dr. Dre. Uh. Uh. <laughs> it's Christmas Matt Russell it is Christmas Merry Christmas Merry. Christmas you have a good Christmas you too yeah. You've had your, you've had your tree up for about six and a half months though. So I don't know whether to I say did. happy the, Christmas. So I, Christmas. I put my tree up like two or three weeks before
1: Thanksgiving <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted to extend the Christmas joy in the Christmas season. How's that going? And it's
0: already here. It's
1: like it five is. minutes later. It's Christmas. Yeah. Like next week.
0: Can I say I'm going to do that next, next year because put up I, your Christmas tree. Well, I thought you yeah, I'm going to do that a half next year. months week. early because it's worked for you. Like you've been happier. Like, it is a part.
1: I mean it's uh it's been good, and I listen. But I was with someone. um All right, so today is December the fourteenth. Dear Lord, As we record this on the fourteenth of December, I know. Dear Lord, and I was with a guy just a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and I I said, Hey, do you are you listening to Christmas music? Oh, so he goes, No, 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 not not yet. It's too early.
0: Too early. <laughs> I was like, Yeah.
1: Well, when do you say? He goes, Well, he goes, I just wait. Well, you know. Christmas Eve, a little hot toddy, you know, Christmas carols. I like them then.
0: Yeah. I was like, that's it? Yeah. Some of my, some of my like uh, Episcopal friends, they won't, there's only certain hymns you can sing. Oh, Advent. Right. And they're all these kind of low, like kind legalists. of legalists, you know, like it's. It's all the sad hymns. Rule of followers. You can't sing any of the other, right? Once in, Royal yeah. in the bleak midwinter. In the bleak. Oh, I'm so depressed. Cold as iron the stone. Prozac. I feel lowly low. I know. Right. Yeah, I, I love in the bleak depressing. midwinter. But I got. But
1: even O come emanuel Emmanuel's oh. got that haunting like.
0: Da, 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 da. it's like you're in the haunted house it's all house, going right? down right
1: yeah yeah so i need some so when does the happiness uh, start you only get 12 days
0: yes right so you can sing it like christmas like night like like, like when midnight you know, midnight is when you can sing Which can i go on like, record let me just,
1: let's just talk about this so the today's podcast is going to be totally <laughs> all over the map <laughs> redeeming. so if you're listening today and, and you you're need... looking for a spiritual highlight in your life you you just need to turn it off and start yeah praying. listen well yeah because i we're, we're going to talk about christmas as pastors and oh, it's yeah. not going to be <laughs> uh it's not going to be something behind
0: awesome. the curtain and with you're going to get us trivia yes. Yes. yes
1: and then i might you know i might i think i have the malcolm guite poem oh. for the king of nations yes
0: let's let's walk and can we talk a little bit about malcolm yeah, I'm well, be good. Because I, I I've invited you can him do to the come. Latin
1: version. when yeah. we get there. So anyway, back to uh, back to Christmas Eve. Let me just tell you, Christmas Eve um, as a pastor really uh, how do I how do I say it's
0: this? the most. <laughs> I was time. gonna say it really <laughs> sucks, but I shouldn't say that
1: because um, people are gonna go, "Wow, how can you say that? How can you say yeah. that?" It's yeah, it's it's Christmas Eve as a pastor. Yeah which means you're on, like, yeah. and up until I got to Chapelwood, I never did a midnight, 11 p.m. I would refuse to do it. I refused. People were like, why don't we do it? You know, I was like, there's an Episcopalian church across the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. And they, <laughs> they do it that really, really well. They've <laughs> really been doing well. it for 2,000 years. <laughs> Methodists, we're just kind of like Baptists, man. We do like yeah. five and seven, and then you go home, yeah. and you hang out with your family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean that that's like, like if you go, go look up. If you think I'm lying or I'm not, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Just go pull up on the internet, like first Baptist, Houston's first Baptist here. We are at Chapelwood sending you first Baptist (laughs) website, go to Houston's first Baptist and look at what time their Christmas Eve services. I haven't looked at it. I have no way of knowing Jeff, you can pull it up. If you want to, I guarantee you, they don't have one at 11 o'clock. They probably have them early in the day, and I'll bet the last one's at maybe seven. That's like a Baptist thing. I'm like, I'm done at five, man. You come do Christmas Eve at five. What does Houston's first Baptist say? Candlelight services are three and 645. And 645. Nailed it! (laughs) <laughs> Nailed it, dude! I know my churches dude. and I know my Baptists. They're done six forty-five, and I guarantee you that service is done before seven forty-five. <laughs> you are on the road. You're hightailing it. You got your reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't be doing their parties together because now, they drink, and you can't drink when you're together. Baptists, you know, right? They, they, they drink they in isolation. Now let's let's yeah. look
0: at the cathedral downtown. You know the, the three Episcopals.
1: irrefutable laws of recognition. Uh, help me, John. Well, the three irrefutable <laughs> laws of recognition are that the Jews don't recognize Jesus. Oh, yeah. Protestants don't recognize the Pope. And two Baptists no. <laughs> don't recognize each other in the liquor store. <laughs> but um, my brother's Baptist. Everything I love, I love Baptist. But I'm just telling you, this. point I was making is <laughs> I don't really like the fact that there's 72 servers. We have three, five. So if you're listening and you're local in Houston, you may want to decide to join us on Christmas Day. Bring your family and a friend at three, five, seven, nine. Or 11 p.m. Yeah, candlelight, candlelight. Say hello to my
0: little friend.
1: And we got it going on. So I'll be here, and if you come to the 11 service, I will still be standing barely. They'll have like me propped up on a. We
0: will. It's gonna be weekend (laughs) at Bernie's (laughs) with John, (laughs) and I'm gonna be behind him with his arm. Hey, folks.
1: (laughs) How about some trivia? Oh, you have trivia, Christmas trivia. Yes. Which uh, country Is there any st- redeeming spiritual value to this? Absolutely not. All right. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree, if you had to hmm, guess? That'd be Austria. Which uh, country started the tradition of putting up Christmas trees? So I'm going to go with like a, a Germany or something because of the... Germanic. Oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah. Germany. Hmm. Yep. Oh!
0: I was right next door, John. Yeah.
1: In the song Winter Wonderland, what do we call the snowman? Winter Wonderland. What do we call the snowman? Miss like Parson Brown? Correct.
0: Dear Lord, (laughs) I'm glad we're not putting any money or food or stuff on this. You're down (laughs) forty (laughs) dollars. Oh, now (laughs)
1: twenty dollars a question. What's the name of the main villain in the Nightmare Before Christmas? I have no idea. The main villain. Yeah. Well, I would say it's Jack Skellington, but he's actually the kind of the hero at the end. I'd say Oogie Boogie, Jack Frog, Oogie Boogie. What? Oogie Boogie. John's on it, know Lord John. John's on it. What was the highest-grossing Christmas movie of all time? Home Alone. Wow, man, was, we get one more wow. question and you're down a
0: hungee. <laughs> I'm in a hole here. Oh, Benjamin, <laughs> like the um, the thing you did last Sunday on the key that that was like that That's was cool. really. I found the, even the the old kind of the original key set and you know, resting on the shoulder, all that stuff. I thought, oh, that makes sense. I never knew that. Oh, you didn't know that? Did not You learned that. something. I did. I always learned something well, when I'm you're around just G2. talking about my keys. Yeah, those two. <laughs> but <laughs> you
1: know, it, it, I mean, I think if you, that, that thing about Jesus's key of David, unless you really kind of get a sense of, there weren't keys in Isaiah's yeah. time, yeah. and they were connoted authority and yeah. power. I mean, you had to be really, really somebody big wig, special to have a key. right? And, but also think about your keys. I mean, think about like each key on here. I can tell you what they do. When one starts your car, yeah, like explosions uh, happening. I love in that. Your I love that. That was you know, just the, it was the power. The, the power. power. Yeah. And then you know, I have a key. Like I have a key that I share with my wife, but it's a key to no one. My house key. Yeah, it's not exactly something you want everybody to have.
0: Can I have one? No.
1: Okay. And then this is the, testing out how testing out how much out he trusts uh, <laughs> Two years in, two, two lockers, <laughs> key to the anchor house. This is a powerful key. That is this, the everything key. Do you know what this key is? I do. You do yeah. know? They look yeah. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. This is the um the GM Chapwood key. Yeah, mm. this is the key to Chapwood, which is really ironic that they give me that that key. Because I don't go in ninety percent of the doors, but right. it's that you could if you wanted to. If I wanted to, it's
0: that you have access to it all.
1: Yeah. So if you think of Jesus, the, the key of David, um, that lineage of David, yeah. there's the power, authority. Yeah. Op- open and the scripture says he what what he opens shall not be shut. Yeah. What he shut shall not be open.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about that after your sermon on Sunday. That like like how much how much of our culture even just me personally feels, has felt the last couple of years locked in. And that what's going to unlock us is really going to be following Jesus into the world, following Jesus out of the place that we're all locked into. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's the promise of, of this name of Jesus, is that he unlocks places that we're locked in. And are, I can't even find the, sometimes in my own life, I haven't been able to find the door handle. And the promise is that the name of Jesus unlocks and opens up something new for us. I think, I've, I found that to be super helpful to me on Sunday. <laughs>
1: so this week in, is, uh, oh, Jesus, O oh, king of nations, in Psalm 28, I mean, Isaiah 28, sorry. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, see, I am laying in Zion a foundation stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, one who trusts will not panic. And then in Psalm 118, I thank you that you've answered me and have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And so the, I think the whole idea when you read these antiphons is king of, um, king of nations and their desire, O cornerstone, who make both one come and save humanity, which you fashion from the dust. So that whole cornerstone idea is very significant tied into that. And then you were gonna talk about Malcolm Gite. Yeah. So Malcolm Geit, the <clears throat> Orex Gentium, is the king of uh, nations, or the antiphon that his poem on that, and it says, O king of our desire, whom we despise, king of the nations, never on the throne, unfound foundation, cast off cornerstone, rejected joiner, making many one, you have no form or beauty for our eyes. A king who comes to give away his crown, a king within our rags of flesh and bone. We pierce the flesh that pierces our disguise, for we ourselves are found in you alone. Come to us now and find us uh, in in your throne. O king within the child, within the clay, O hidden king who shapes us in the play. Of all creation, shape us for the day your coming kingdom comes into its own.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Malcolm Geitz is way too smart for me.
0: He just, he's an amazing human being, yeah. Yeah, so I I mean, Malcolm's work, He has a, a couple of books out, um, but his book of poetry, a couple books of poetry, have been really helpful to me to sit with because his kind of poems are like, really good meals that you don't want to rush through. You savor. Um, In fact, I've asked Malcolm if he'd come uh, this this year to be with us at our church, and he. I was on staff with him uh, when we were in England at a church, uh, and he's just he's he's one of the he's the smartest human being I've ever met in my life, but. He's also really wise, deep, and when he begins to talk about Jesus, I think, oh, that's why I'm a Christian, right? It's not just smart; it's like wise, mm-hmm. and so and he's able to hold like this idea that here's this King that was never on a throne, huh. right? We follow a King that was never on a throne, an earthly throne, and the way he upsets power, and the way that he brings pain and suffering into this very place that liberates and creates a new life. I just think. Um, is really helpful, and so um, Malcolm's work has been great. I wonder if we could put his uh, this in the show notes to give folks, because he sure. he kind of helped me prepare my own heart for you know through Advent. And he um, he um, speaks his poems on his website, so you can hear his voice too, which oh, really? I feel like is really helpful. Yeah, yeah.
1: So know. in the hymn, King of Nations is the name, King of all nations and their desire, these antiphons have different translations. Mm-hmm. So king, all the people's desire, king of the Gentiles, their desired one. And then in the hymn, O come, O come, Emmanuel, it's O come, desire of nations. Yeah, yeah. The one the nations
0: desire. Yeah. And it's so interesting is here's this king that shows up dressed in rags, right? Like, here's this king that we say, oh, was not, doesn't come with, you know, isn't, isn't on, um, you know, um, bulletproof um, glass in a limousine, but shows up alongside of us in our own. This is the king that we follow Mm. and that liberates. And so I just think, um, you know, that walks aside of us in our own kind of um, life and that, and that this king shapes the contours of um, of our life, and I think I think the way that Malcolm gets at that is amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, hmm. the the names are uh, have been meaningful for me. You know, wisdom. We need wisdom. There's hmm. a guy told me in church, coming out of church, he's like, the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is knowing tomatoes are fruit. Hmm. Wisdom is knowing that tomatoes don't go in a fruit salad.
0: <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs>
1: wisdom you. is knowledge put into practice, lived in, in real tangible yeah. ways, right? Yeah. And that's why I, I say a lot that, you know, tell people in church, some of y'all are in too many Bible studies and some people get their feelings hurt. Cause like what you're supposed to do if you're a Christian, go to a lot of Bible studies. But what we think is spiritual maturity somehow is like bi- equated knowledge. to biblical knowledge. And I think that's really, we've talked about this before, one of the big uh, weaknesses and failures we found in our Christian faith over the last two years is that we had a lot of knowledge, but man, when the screws got, going, the fire turned up and the heat turned up and the pandemic and politics and race and everything else, we just didn't have what we needed practically to weather the storm. (laughs) So you can know all you need to know about Jesus, but man, if you haven't been living it, In real application, yeah, like what does it mean to believe these things about Jesus and then be confronted with a society that's broken and struggling with racism? Mm. Now all of a sudden, people start dealing with that from a very intellectual perspective. Mm. They're removed from it, yeah, right, right. So I have my ways of thinking or knowing about race from from a distance perspective. So we lost all empathy, right? And so everybody got so defensive, and everybody got so angry, and everybody got separated yeah. instead of getting together and just holding hands and saying, "You're go- you're going through an experience that I haven't experienced. Teach and I'm going me. through an experience you haven't experienced. Right. And how yeah. do we how do we walk through this? That's what Jesus did. When you right. look at Jesus, right. he didn't sit there and talk right. about it. Remove. He walked with people. Right.
0: Right. You know. And it's what the church, uh, and what we talk about all the time here is what the church should be doing. And the call of the church is to walk alongside and to show a new way of being in the world. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. So out of the four um, names of Jesus, wisdom, um, this new thing that's happening out of the shoot of the Jesse, um, a key, and king Mm -hmm. of nations, like if you could reach up and pull down one of those names for your own life right now, what would it be? And if you could pull down one of those names right now uh, for the church writ large, what would it be?
1: That's a hard question, because I mean, all of them, I find all of them to be Mm -hmm. applicable. I mean, I think for me personally, and you could probably tell that whole concept of the key Mm -hmm. of opening and closing things, for me personally, has been Uh, a very powerful image. But I would say wisdom and new shoots of life have been a part of that as well. But the key was a really um, interesting metaphor, just kind of what I've been through personally. You know, that I closed myself off to certain things and I opened myself off to the wrong kind of things and, and I realized that I needed to I needed Jesus to come kind of lock some doors and open some doors mm-hmm. unlock some doors. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I yeah. think that, you know, for me personally, I, I think for society as a whole, I mean, the the wisdom's hard to, again, they're all important, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think there's, there's, it depends on, it depends on kind of where you find yourself. Like we were with someone last week and they're the kind of person that said, I'm good, man. Yeah. Right, I don't yeah. need to hear I, I don't want <laughs> I want to hear about good stuff. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Some people are good. Yeah. Right? right. And I think for that, it's probably more King of Nations and wisdom. Like, give me some wisdom for how to live life. But I think for people who've been in a tough spot, which a lot of people have, yeah, so closed in, lots. then I think like the key and the shoot, yeah, uh, springing up out of a dead stump. Mm-hmm. Those are more images that you resonate with. If, if you're there, yes. does it make sense? Yeah. That, so I that's think right. the names <clears throat> resonate with you in different ways, depending that's on good. where you find yourself. Yeah. And
0: the experiences you've had. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's good.
1: And then of course, Christmas Eve is, uh, Emmanuel. Mm. Oh God with us. Yeah. You know, Jesus, God with us, which, yeah. you know, we use that one all the time every year on Christmas Eve. Sometimes I think we forget how important yeah. that one is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's go ahead no no go ahead
1: no this is a guy i um I I I had this little uh period of time during the pandemic where I got like (laughs) caught into the loop of TikTok and I stopped that did you see the (laughs) Saturday Night Live skit last week Uh -uh, oh you need to watch it yeah on TikTok yeah it's 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 so good (laughs) about TikTok oh it's like yeah it's about this guy getting lost in TikTok but um but now for me, it's kind of in Twitter. Cause like you can choose oh, yeah. who you want to follow and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, but anyway, there was this guy and they were, they were arguing. These people all argue at Twitter's just are people arguing, just people angry gloves and off, mad. It's, it's just bare knuckle brawling pool of yeah. stuff. It's like somebody can mm-hmm. say today is a beautiful day and I'm in love with my wife. And there'll be like 75 comments. Just, you're, you're stupid, you're an <laughs> idiot, yeah, what a you know? loser. what world are you living in? I know your wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah right. What? <laughs> It's, all, it's so bad, it's the worst. But this guy who put on there, and he, and he really was stupid. I mean, because some people are just stupid. He's like, hey, you know, if you read the Bible, there's only like two or three chapters that talk about the birth of Jesus. Doesn't even want really to talk about Jesus. And yet, it's such a big important thing. I think we're giving it too much time and too much energy and too much focus because the Bible didn't really give it that much focus. <laughs> somebody put like, uh, there's really only two ancient mysteries in our faith. There's incarnation and there's <laughs> resurrection, you know. So, so there's, uh, there's only, uh, two, yeah. <laughs> only the two mysteries, only the two big He ones. said, "So I, I don't think we're, no. I, I don't think we're putting too much emphasis on that."
0: It's
1: <laughs> good, but that's God with us. Yep. You know, that's why Christmas Dude. is and Easter are our, our two biggest celebrations. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think that God with usness, if that's even a word, has absolutely transformed my own life when I think about like the church and the religion I grew up in feeling like I had to somehow perform for God's love you know and it was it it was in a space in my own life when it was I couldn't perform anymore Hmm. you know there was nothing I could do to get out of who I had become and to have that God with us God with me in that place leading me out of that place of of you know, that key became, you know, an opening to this God with us. It changed everything for me.
1: I think what I'm thinking about for Christmas Eve, uh, of course, the, here's here's some other things you learned as a preacher about Christmas Eve. One, it you, you don't have to, like, get real creative.
0: Yeah, it's a good story, and dude. Easter and Christmas. Good story. You
1: know, you, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 we put too much. Everybody tries to get real cute. I've said this before on Christmas Eve. You know, preachers really rack their brains because got everybody here, and it's like this is not. What do I do? Science. What do
0: I do? You know, hey,
1: yeah, mind them. <laughs> I think when you talk about what's you. been resonating with me is God with us, yeah. and I look over the last two years. Like I said, oh. we found ourselves ill-equipped to to deal with things because we've thought of um, spiritual maturity so much about knowledge, mm. you know, intellect and yeah. academia or what yeah. we know about Jesus or don't yeah. know about Jesus. And so now we're saying well, ha- we, we need to be more like Jesus. But you're not gonna be like Jesus if you don't spend time with Jesus. And I think a big That's message we good. need to hear is that there is a God who is with you. Yeah. You can actually spend time with God because God is with you, God has come. Yes. So it's not just spending time learning about God but figuring out not only this Christmas to recapture that you can spend time with God. Yes, yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, abs- yeah absolutely. That's simple. It's not rocket science, but it's like God with us. We need to remember that.
0: Well, it's, it's almost like when somebody, like when I'm reminded, oh, I probably shouldn't, there's certain foods I should eat and not eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. But if you look at what I eat, is different than what I intend to eat. And so there's a gap between... You
1: are talking silliness because you well, eat quinoa <laughs> and sand and tofu you and salad. You know, you this guys, yeah, oh. yeah,
0: but I'm, what I'm saying is okay. often there is a gap between what I intend to do and what I do, right? And what I hear you saying in that is that we have to both attend to the gap and also know that God is with us in the gap to lead us out.
1: So I think, how do we learn to spend time with Jesus knowing that Jesus is with us. Yeah. It's just a little, it's a cycle of saying maybe we don't need to learn more about Jesus, but we need to spend more time with the God who is with us. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's always been with us. He's always given us that ability to walk with him and be aware of him and live with him in us and through us as we interact with other people, as we interact in the world. Yes. But we've been more focused on this abstract, removed, about Jesus. Yes. So I guess it's the the prepositions, is that what they call them?
0: Yeah, sure. Is that what they are? I about oh, and with? Yeah, 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 prepositions. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's less about Jesus and more with Jesus. With. I'm liking that. I think the Christmas Eve is all worked out now. Oh, prepositions. Hey, we can shoot <laughs> Christmas Eve service
0: now. I think I'm ready. We're ready. The, the other thing, too, is like, I went back to spiritual direction about four years ago, and I've got this, like, this nun who's take a right, take a right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Spiritual well, she's kind of, I call her affectionately this ass kicking Catholic nun that's like, like ask me tough questions that I don't want people to ask me. And the first question she asked me was, and she knows who I am. She is like, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? I was like, Hey, I thought I was with a Catholic, not a Baptist. Right. And I kind of said that jokingly to her, but she asked me like, Tell me about your relationship. And I was telling her all the books I was reading and all of the, you know, the things, the, the things I was writing about. And she was like, it doesn't sound like you're spending any time, like what you said, any time with. I'm like, well, I'm doing a lot. Right. And so she's helped me see that it's this time of quietness where I'm actually like working out my own self in this relationship with Jesus. That's important. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, it's not something that's an add on. It has to be done so that like that becomes the organizing principle of my life when I'm up against things and making decisions. And that's been super helpful to me and things that I, the first things that go on my schedule often when I get busy is like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Jesus is around, right? I'll get back to Jesus, you know, in two years but I'm reading a lot about Jesus and I have good theological thoughts about Jesus and I'm leading Bible studies about him. And But actually to spend time asking that presence of the Holy Spirit to form me, that's where I struggle. And I think that's
1: why there was a study that came out recently or a poll that came out said 40% of pastors have considered retiring or quitting ministry, 40%. Over the pandemic? Over the past two years. That may be a little low.
0: And the to admit it. there's but another you know, 30 that are lying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, but one of the things that that struck me about that was pastor's turn. Um, you know, ministry becomes very perfunctory. It's like it's rote, right? I know I have to write a sermon. So I read the Bible to prepare for a Bible study. I read right. the Bible to prepare for a sermon. Right. It's all outcome based to these mm-hmm. things. I'm responding to someone's need. I'm running to the hospital. I'm dealing with them. I'm calling them about this. It's all like, there's a, there's, there's, there's a purpose, and you know you're doing ministry. But it almost, if you do it long enough, I don't know if I'm saying this the right way. It's like you're just you're checking these boxes, yeah. and somehow the with, you know, like yes. the personal the root aspect system connection is, can is be, gone. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the question she asked you is a question you probably would probably need to ask all of us who are in ministry. Is yeah. Do we have a personal relationship with Jesus? Yeah. I think that's the question. You know, this Christmas Eve in this season is if, if this is a God who has come to be with us, how often are we with With, this God who has made himself available?
0: And my friend Bill Curley always asks the question is what is your daily spiritual practice that you're with? Okay. You know, if Mm -hmm. I, like my withness with my wife or friends is how am I spending time, right? If my withness with what you're talking about is these practices that, that I'm nurturing that yeah. presence. I think on Christmas Eve, everybody, well, most everybody is gonna be spending time
1: with something, someone, mm-hmm. right? Over a meal, over gifts, mm-hmm. over cider, over <laughs> wine, over whatever you're spending time with, what better way mm-hmm. to think about how that's the way we're supposed to be spending time with God, mm-hmm. with Jesus. Amen. But that's not always easy for people to do. So, hey, um, so I would say, If you listen to this podcast and you like it, Pod Have Mercy, you should subscribe to it. If you don't know how to do that, ask someone under 30.
0: Yes. And like us on Apple iTunes. And
1: you can like us. You also want to like on your Spotify or your Apple or whatever you're listening to us on, make sure you like it. You can also share it. Like if you share the podcast with your friends on your social media, that helps the podcast get out and get around too. And if you're here in Houston and you want to stop by and visit we'd us. Love we'd love to always see. You. Be welcome to to come see us. We'd love to see you. Yeah, absolutely. So check us out at chapwood.org. Well, I'm John Stevens, and I'm Matt Russell, and this is Pod Have Mercy.